Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with a Few Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being here with us for another episode. I'm really excited about this topic. It's one that Maddie and I are really passionate about just because we're at this stage in our lives where we're trying to figure out what we kind of want in life, what we want to do with our lives, what's most important, and all that good stuff. So I think that no matter where you're at on the age spectrum, you'll be able to get something out of this episode because that's something that we're all trying to discern and kind of decide no matter what point in your life you're at right now. We're always trying to discern where does the Lord have me? Where does he want me? What does he want me to be doing right now? And that's something that we should be thinking about, especially as believers at all times, because we're trying to make sure that we're pleasing the Lord with our lives and not just doing what we want to do or Mm -hmm. what we think is best, but making sure that we're in his will, we're doing his will every single day and that we're letting others be a part of that also. You know, Mm -hmm. this is not just our deal, our lives. I feel like there's definitely a lot of that kind of mindset flow around in our culture today. Like I can do whatever the heck I want and individualism and everything. And I think that some of that is good, obviously, because we need people who are ambitious and who go after hard things and do the hard things. But you have to be doing those things for the right reasons. You have Mm -hmm. to have the right motives. And if the Lord's not involved in every single part of that, then what are we really doing? We can have all the big dreams. We can have these big ambitions and goals for ourselves in life. But if he's not involved in that and he's not the reason why you're doing those things and he hasn't told you that that's what you're supposed to be doing, Mm -hmm. then ultimately it won't be worth it. Yeah. So really excited about this episode, but Maddie, just kind of start us off with announcements and what's been happening. Okay, so I want to encourage everyone this week to go and check out the blog. I know I've been plugging YouTube and Instagram mm-hmm. and stuff like crazy recently, but we also want y'all to be looking at the blog. We've got some different blog posts coming out every week, and we really enjoy when y'all read them and you give us your feedback and you comment and just let us know what that post meant to you, what it is doing in your life, and we definitely want you guys to be reading things like that. So make sure that you go to the blog. It's always linked in every episode description, so you can click the link there or you can just look up the few.blog and you will be able to find literally everything that we do in our ministry over there. So if you want to find our YouTube channel, you can find it there. If you want to find the other platforms that our podcast is on, you can Mm -hmm. find them there. You can find our Instagram, our Pinterest, literally everything on our blog. So I encourage you to go and check that out. Make sure that you get on our email list. That is the easiest way for y'all to be updated about the different things that are going on in our ministry when we post new podcast episodes and new blog posts especially. You will get an email every time we post something like that. So We promise we're not going to flood your inbox. I say this every time because I literally hate when I sign up for something and then it's like every other day I'm getting an email. Literally, I'm not even like a super important person who's getting tons of important emails, but I just don't want to have to go through all of them. So I always get mad when I sign up for something and then it's like, 
hundreds of emails just start flooding your inbox. We will not be sending you tons of emails every single day, but you will just get what you need when we post new things. Okay, so I am really excited to get into this episode and I think that this is going to be a really good one because it's a topic that obviously Lily and I have talked about a lot before. I mean, from her little introduction, y'all know that this is something that we incorporate into our lives. We live very different lives from other people. And I'm excited to discuss that a little bit today. Mm -hmm. But we kind of got this idea for this episode from a reel that I sent Lily on Instagram the other day. And it was literally one of the best reels that I've watched in quite a while. And it was this 25-year-old girl maybe. And it's just showing her doing all of her like feminine stuff of gardening and baking and homemaking and all these different things. And she's got this voiceover and someone's asking her like, why don't you go out and party? Why don't you go out and just like you're young and free and you're only in your 20s. You should go and experience life and do all these things that your friends are doing and that everyone else your age is doing. And she had a really important comment at the end of this reel that I was just like, oh my goodness, that sums up the way that we live so well. She said, why would I do what everyone else is doing when I want a different outcome than everyone else has? Mm -hmm. When I want to experience different results, why would I do the exact same thing that everyone else is doing? Because I could go out and party. I could go out and drink. I could go out and date. I could go out and do all these different things. I am in my 20s. I am young and free and I don't have a family to take care of and all these different things. But why would I want to do that? when I want a completely different life than everyone else has. And I just really loved the way that she conveyed that thought because lots of people will look at people like us who live lives that do not look like everyone else's and they'll be like, why are you doing that? Mm -hmm. What is even the point? Do you even have fun? Do you even do anything interesting? And it's like, yes, but it just looks so different from what everyone else is doing. Mm -hmm. And I think a mistake that we've made in our world is to look at people like us who have made radical decisions. And, you know, we talked about like on YouTube, what we're doing for college. We've been homeschooled. We've done ministry our entire lives. I mean, we live very differently than a lot of other people. And we plan to continue living differently than a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. Even as we like graduate, move out, you know, start our own families, different things like that, we plan to continue living very radically and very differently from everyone else. Mm -hmm. And I just loved the way that she conveyed that in such a simple and straightforward way that made so much sense because I think it's often been difficult for me to convey that thought to people because Mm -hmm. it's like, well, I'm doing this because of this and this and this and this and this and there's all these different reasons. But when you just boil it down to, I want a different life than what everyone else has. Mm -hmm. It's so simple and it's so easy to comprehend. And you look at all these other people around us and, you know, especially now that we have social media, you can literally see how everyone is living, Mm -hmm. literally everyone. Why are we all living in such a way that is completely unfulfilling. You don't have peace. Anxiety is like a big issue in our world today and depression is a big issue. Divorce rates are going up. Suicide rates are going up. So many people are transgender. So many girls are getting abortions. So many men are not being men and, you know, all these different things that you look at and you're just like, why are we all, or at least I hope other people think this also, but I look at all this stuff and I just think, 
why are we all continuing to live the same way? Mm -hmm. Why are we all continuing to do these things that produce a society that is messed up, that everyone needs a therapist, everyone needs medication, everyone is unhappy? Why do we keep living like this? And I think that this is a topic that the church doesn't talk about enough because if we want people to live a life that produces good results, a good outcome, different results than what everyone else is getting, then we're going to need to call people to a radical Christianity and a radical lifestyle. And that's difficult. It's difficult for all of us to live that way. I mean, if people think it hasn't been difficult for us to make very radical decisions and to live differently than everyone else, then that is just wrong because Mm -hmm. it has been difficult. And even though we are happy with the decisions that we've made and I wouldn't change them, there are times when you're kind of like, why do we have to live this way? When everyone else is living another way and it looks so much easier and it looks more fulfilling from the outside Mm -hmm. and it looks like they're able to just do whatever they want and, you know, be with whoever they want to be with and can literally be whoever they want to be and, you know, all these different things. And it's kind of like, why am I putting all this effort into being so different when literally no one else is doing this? Mm -hmm. That's one of the most discouraging parts about making radical decisions is that you want other people to make those decisions with you. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, we are meant to be communal beings and we're meant to have community around us. And that is also one of the key factors of Christianity is having a community, having a church, having other Christians come around you, you being able to come around other Christians and encourage one another in the radical decisions that you're making. But right now, Christianity is just one long string of everyone living like the world does. Mm -hmm. Now it's become even more difficult in our day and age to live a life where you are getting different results because you literally have like no one else doing it with you, even even other Christians. Because we aren't encouraging that radical lifestyle in the people attending our churches, the people that we're friends with. And we have been very lucky. Over the past couple years, our friend group has gotten a lot closer and lots of us are making some pretty radical decisions or are planning to in the future with our families and different things. A couple years ago, lots of our friends wouldn't have even thought about homeschooling or doing anything like that. It would have just been like, well, yeah, I'm going to get married. I'm going to have a job. My kids are going to be in school, you know, all these different things. And now, like most of our friends are saying, absolutely not. They are not going to public school. I am not going to be working a full-time job. I'm going to homeschool. I'm going to be with my kids and I'm going to live a life that produces different results Mm -hmm. where I get a different outcome from everyone else and can actually live with peace and have control over what my family is doing, what they're watching, what they're listening to, what Mm -hmm. they're being taught. And that has been very encouraging over the past couple years. But it's like, who else is going to do that? Mm -hmm. Or like, we're the women who want to do that. We want to stay home with our kids. We want to homeschool. We want to be stay-at-home moms. And then it's like, well, where are you going to find a guy that's okay with that? Or, Mm -hmm. you know, how are you actually going to make that happen in a world that is so consumer focused and is so bent on women being outside of the home and having basically a dysfunctional family unit. How are you actually going to make this possible? I just loved the way that she conveyed that in that reel though because I think lots of us have a difficult time conveying that thought and expressing how we feel about what everyone else is doing and why we're doing things differently. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I think that one of the things that especially young women, but I'm sure young men are feeling this too, 
Um, it feels like no one is modeling that in our yeah. society today. So even if you're someone that wants to homeschool your kids, you're someone who wants to um, be a stay-at-home mom or you know be a guy who works really hard to provide for your family mm-hmm. so that your future wife, your wife, whatever can do that and you're not so money consumed and focused and all these different things. You know, if you're somebody who wants to do that, it's like, okay, yeah, but how do I do that practically mm-hmm. speaking? Because nobody is modeling that and we're not watching anybody else really walk that out and yeah. live it out. So how do I know like the inside scoop of what this is going to look like and what kind of decisions I need to make and, you know, all those things. And there's so much that goes into living that type of lifestyle that it is hard to just be like, okay, I'm going to do it and mm-hmm. then just go do it. Yeah. Um, there's so much, practically speaking, that needs to be taken care of. So many little tiny decisions that don't seem uh, really important at the time that you make them, but they end up being the most important decisions. Mm -hmm. And so there are just so many things like that. But I guess I would just encourage you, if you're someone who wants that type of lifestyle, you want different results than you see everyone else has, then you can't be on the world's treadmill. And what I'm saying and what I mean by that is the world has just from a very young age, from a couple years old even, the world has put us all on treadmills, it seems like, and we're just running running as fast as we can. They're upping the pace every year mm-hmm. with school and public school, although not really. Like, they're just giving you busy work, but it's not really education. Yeah. Um, more to do. More to but do. less to learn, right. less to excel in. Mm-hmm. And more sports, mm-hmm. um, more work for the parents, like just all these different things, yeah. right? We keep upping the speed so that everybody lives distracted lives that produce the same type of outcome. And that's what we're seeing in our world today. So really, I think the first step in living a life that is undistracted and that is very intentional and very focused is getting off of that treadmill and just simply slowing down, Mm -hmm. just simply slowing that pace of life. And I know so many people who, especially young families, if you look at like the millennials right now who are raising families, they're on these treadmills and they really are of the mindset that they have no control Mm -hmm. over their lives, especially these millennial moms. If you look at them and how they're living, and trust me, I've talked with a lot of them because we babysit a lot. And Mm -hmm. so that's kind of our clientele right now. When you talk with them, they really have this belief system that they're not in control Mm -hmm. over their kids, over their household, over even their own lives. And they will never be. And they never will be. And so it's like, Man, it's just a really sad reality to watch Mm -hmm. these moms especially who really do – like the enemy has lied to them because they do have more control over their household and their kids than – anybody else, uh, except for the fact that they've given over that control to the public school system, to daycares, to Mm -hmm. whoever in the system. And it's a very sad reality because they're the ones who have the most control in the God-given design over households, over families, over their own lives, of course, being under their husband, submitting to their husband's leadership. But that's the other thing. Dads aren't even of the mm-hmm. mindset that they're leaders of their households. Yeah. Now it's like we all just go to our own places and do our own things. 
and we're not really even a family anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we have a couple kids who live in our house. <laughs> but Literally, and they just live here. They just live here. Yeah. And I really don't get to see them or do anything with them or speak with them. Mm-hmm. And it's shocking. I-, I haven't looked at the statistics recently, but I'm just telling you from real life experience, I literally can count on one hand the amount of families that I know who actually sit down at least three times a week and eat dinner together. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the reality that we're living in because everybody's at a sports practice. Everybody's at school. Mm-hmm. Everybody's running this way, that way, at work, wherever they're going. They just it, – it's crazy to see how we're living today. But yet we're all wondering why we're getting the results that we're getting and why we're all so unhappy. And I'm just telling you that's why. We're on the treadmill and we're okay with being on the treadmill. And we keep running. Mm-hmm. And they will run us to death because that's their goal. If yeah. we can just keep you distracted, that's always been the enemy's goal, to distract us from being with the Lord. And you have to give him time to be in his presence. Mm-hmm. He's not going to force you to be in his presence. He's not going to force you to experience him. He's going to give you every opportunity to slow down, to make different decisions. But like Maddie said earlier, those are very hard decisions. Yeah. And they're decisions that you have to be willing to make even if everyone around you is doing something else. Mm-hmm. You see, that's the whole point in this is that if you want different results, you have to make life changes that are different than everyone else. Mm -hmm. And not many people, very few, are willing to actually do that and actually implement that into their everyday lives because it does make you look crazy. People think that I'm crazy for not dating yet or for going to college online. We talked about Mm -hmm. that in our latest YouTube video. Uh, So go watch that if you kind of want the inside scoop on that one. The amount of people who think that we're just plain crazy for not scheduling chaos into our lives. Like they think we're crazy because we don't do all these sports. We don't go to public school. We don't do this, that. And thankfully our parents have have trained us to not be on the treadmill, okay? They've trained us to live different lives that are pleasing to the Lord, honoring to Him, and to the point where we can actually hear His voice. And I guess that's just one question that I would ask anybody listening to this episode is, can you actually hear God's voice? Is he speaking to you? Because if you feel like he's not, then maybe it's time to get off the treadmill. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's time to slow down and to actually take control over your life again. And to, and when I say that, I'm not saying, boss babe, I'm going to go work. (laughs) Yeah, self-love. I'm Mm going to go take a bubble bath. I'm going to work a nine to five. I'm not going to have a family, never going to get married. You know, that type of mindset. That's not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, are we actually going to live according to God's design. Mm -hmm. And if you're willing to do that, are you hearing his voice? Are you actually hearing him speak to you? Are you experiencing his presence? If your answers to those questions are a eh or a no, then it's time to get off the treadmill. Yeah, I think that's the main point. Ultimately, you do have control over your life. And if your life is not submitted to the Lord, then you are constantly going to fall into the trap of running on the treadmill. Right. Because that is just how the world has programmed us. Mm -hmm. And especially for these people who have grown up in public school, who are working demanding jobs, who are becoming obsessed with this consumer idea uh, Mm -hmm. that we especially have in America. And I mean, I'm not saying that capitalism is bad. Capitalism is great, but we have started to view these things in a very tricky way. Mm And we've started to let it dominate our lives. We've allowed the enemy to actually distort what has Mm -hmm. always been good. You know, like that 
that working mindset that we should have. We should want to work yeah. hard. We should want to care for our families, provide for them. Um, obviously, men and women do that in different ways. Both are good. Both are equally as valuable. Like we, we've allowed the enemy to distort that and turn us into people who live to work yeah. almost. And in a way, that's good, right? Because the Lord has given us different jobs and he's given us things to do. We should not be lazy. We should not be people who are not doing things to improve society, to mm -hmm. be productive members of society. But at the same time, we cannot allow the mindset that has creeped into our culture of just do what everybody else is doing yeah. and we'll get somewhere to to really rule our lives. Because when you let the enemy do that, you're not going to have any type of different result and you're mm -hmm. not going to experience the Lord because his goal in that is just to distract you. Yeah. That's purely what he is using our consumer culture to do right now is right. to distract people mm -hmm. from the darkness in mm -hmm. the world that we talked about last week. And yeah. when you're distracted, you just kind of automatically begin to tolerate it mm -hmm. and to just deal with it. You know, it's fine, whatever. It's It'll affect other people, but it won't affect me. Because you quite and literally don't have time to pay attention to yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah. So like Lily said, I mean, we have just made radical decisions in a few different areas of our lives. And honestly, we have been blessed because we've had parents who started that first. And mm -hmm. so we we are at an advantage to make those decisions. Sure. But our parents certainly were not. Mm -hmm. I mean, their, their families were totally consumer-focused workaholic, you know, like, let's just go, 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 go. Both our parents were in public school mm -hmm. and both of our parents' parents worked and, you know, it was just the average American family, you know. Mm -hmm. And so our parents had to make radical decisions, like starting from when they started dating, when they got married, when they had us, you know, we have just made super radical decisions at literally every turn. Mm -hmm. But in every generation, there has to be someone who's willing to start mm -hmm. that cycle to enable their kids to make the radical decisions and enable their grandkids to make the radical decisions and mm -hmm. to hopefully that would continue for generations after. Because I think once you just initially make those radical decisions and you decide that you're going to stick to them, it just, it makes your life so different that you would never want to go back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you may look at like I've done this, you may look at other people and think, wow, their life looks a lot easier than mine. But then you think of like all the consequences of their decisions. And then you think of the consequences of your own decisions mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, I far prefer these consequences right. than the ones that they are experiencing. The anxiety, the depression, the dysfunction, you know, all these different things. I would much rather feel stressed about the decisions that I'm making when it's a good kind of stress then I would just want to feel like constant. Oh my goodness, what am I going to do? I don't have time to get this kid to this practice and this mm -hmm. kid to this activity. And then right. what am I going to do for supper? What am I going to do? You know, but it's a much different kind of stress and it is a much better one than what lots of other people are experiencing. And that may sound a little bit weird, but you know, if you've ever made a radical decision, you know what I'm talking about. So, I mean, just a few of the things like Lily said, we've made radical decisions when it comes to college because we understand that it is not worth having the college experience compared to saving money, setting yourself up for financial success, mm -hmm. and also not putting yourself in a position where you're going to possibly be expected to compromise your standards or mm -hmm. do something that you know you have never wanted to do but you feel pressured to do. We've made radical decisions to not participate in hookup culture. That's mm -hmm. like a big part of our world today. And I mean, it is seriously like I'm 17 years old and I am in a very, very, very small minority group 
of having never dated anyone before. Mm -hmm. I mean, like that is practically unheard of in our society today. And I mean, Lily, just making radical decisions with that in terms of not seeking out a boyfriend. Like I need one right now. I turned 18. I'm an adult. And we've never had specific like, you're allowed to start dating at this age or this age or this age, whatever. Mm -hmm. But we've made the radical decision to be like, I'm not dating anyone unless I actually think that I could get married to them. Mm -hmm. Unless I actually think that it is my person yeah and so many other people are just saying like oh they asked me out they asked me for my number my just snapchat do it for fun. it'll be fine whatever mm-hmm. and you know we wonder why teen pregnancy is such a big issue mm-hmm. and why the abortion industry is booming right. and you know all these different things because look at those kinds of consequences mm-hmm. you choose to participate in hookup culture you get pregnant you're pressured into getting an abortion. You live with the trauma of having that abortion, you're the regret of having stable, it. Yeah, you don't ways. have an actual supporting partner mm-hmm. and someone who is going to, if you're a woman, who's going to lead you and is going to take care of you. If you're a guy, you don't have a girl that is committed to you, that mm-hmm. is willing to build a life with you and take care of your family and to give off the feminine energy that complements your masculine energy and look at all of those consequences of hookup culture and then you look at us and it's like okay well i have absolutely no risk of getting pregnant <laughs> or having to get an abortion and i don't have to worry about being manipulated by a guy purely yeah. because we're in a relationship that is just for fun or mm-hmm. is just so that we can have that status of being in a relationship I don't have to worry about him cheating on me. I don't have to worry about all these different things that come with hookup culture. And for those of you who don't know what hookup culture is, it's basically just dating around like crazy and not having any morals. So that's what that is. And then not scheduling chaos. Like Lily said earlier, we have chosen that we are not going to get on the treadmill. Mm -hmm. We will not. It will not happen. And that is a radical decision that lots of people don't decide to make. They put their kids in school and Mm. they say, okay, well, we might let them do like one or two sports, but that's about it. And then all of a sudden they're doing 10. Yeah. And it's like every season, you never have an off season. They have at least one sport in the winter, one sport in the summer. And I mean, typically it's a lot more than that. But, I mean, it's just crazy how our culture has programmed us Mm -hmm. to literally feel weird when we're not doing something. Like, I mean, we've had friends who have said that, like, once I get out of high school and I'm not going to be going to school every day, I'm not going to be playing the sports every day, I just literally don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Mm -hmm. We feel weird if we're not distracted. Yeah. When did that become the norm, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, the enemy has done a great job manipulating us in this area of our lives because if he can get us distracted and help us stay distracted by these different things, you know, why do you think that there are sports for every single season, multiple to choose from, Mm -hmm. you know, in case all kids don't choose to do basketball this season or, you know, whatever. Why do you think that there are other options? There are other activities. There are other things. There are other groups. You know, I mean, we just saw a study that was done. Oh, man, I forget what that was that you were telling me about it, that kids now spend like 30, 35 minutes with their parents because Mm -hmm. they get, you know, they go to school all day and then straight to sports practice, homework, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Then you have screens when they're at home. So they literally sit down, talk to the parents, maybe not even sit down they may still be doing something but actually talk and have a conversation with their parents on an average of 30 minutes a day Mm -hmm. how is this how is this the norm that's even crazier than i thought it would be yes when i heard that i was like surely not Mm -hmm. but when you think about it i mean it is totally true because they were speaking in the context of 
bonding time, mm-hmm. what a family is actually supposed to look like. So you're right. actually having like a two-way conversation and you're actually getting to know each other a little mm-hmm. bit more. You are talking about your day, what's going on, like working through different things. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes right, a day. Yeah. That is insane. Mm-hmm. And all of those kids are being trained right now on the treadmill Mm -hmm. that if they get off, they're going to feel weird because Mm -hmm. they're not distracted. Yeah. That is a brilliant plan by the enemy. I'm not giving him too much credit. You guys heard me in (laughs) a couple podcast episodes ago. Not going to give him too much credit, but that is something, that's a tactic of his that we need to be aware of Mm -hmm. and we need to fight against because we need to be the Christians who are like, yeah, I'm not getting on your darn treadmill. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not going to happen. You know, I'm going to live an intentional life because the Lord has given me the control now you guys know how i'm saying that over my life and i am going to surrender it to him and it is his to do with what how he sees fit you know Mm -hmm. he can tell me to do this and i will do it i will be obedient because i have the time to be obedient yeah that's really what you need to enable yourself to do is Mm -hmm. give yourself time to be obedient because i think all of us look at these different things that we want to do in terms of Christianity. We Mm -hmm. want to get close to Jesus. We want to pray more. We want to spend more time with other Christians. Mm -hmm. And yet we act like that's just going to happen magically Yeah, while our schedule stays the same. Right. You got to change things. Yeah. It's going to mess things up. You literally have to, but it's going to be so worth it. Right. And it's going to mess them up in such a good way. Mm -hmm. And you're never going to want to go back. Yeah. Literally ever. And and you'll get those different results. Yes. Which is the amazing part. The Lord, I mean, we've we've been saying this in like every single episode, but the Lord really does reward that obedience. When mm-hmm. you give him that time to be obedient, he rewards that. Yeah. And he blesses you with a different outcome than everyone else has. And that often looks like just being able to spend more time in his presence. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, what what better reward is there really than to have the time to spend with him and to be unhurried, to not be rushed all the time. Like yeah. that is a blessing that so many of us don't have now because of our own choices. Mm-hmm. And that's all it boils down to. It's our own choices. We have chosen to not have the time to spend with him. And yet we're all wondering, why isn't this happening? Why can't I get my kids to church? Why can't I get to church? You know, all these things. It's because of our own poor choices. So I wanted to wrap up with this verse because I think this speaks to the fact that we are not, it's not just suggested that we make radical decisions and that we don't prioritize the things of the world. It's actually commanded of us in scripture. Mm -hmm. And this is something a lot of Christians like to ignore because we're comfortable in our busyness Mm -hmm. in a way. And it's kind of this perverse logic because it's like, I'm so stressed. I'm so busy. I'm on the verge of a mental breakdown, but I'm comfortable here. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to have to say no to all of these things to experience peace Mm -hmm. and to not have to deal with that anxiety, that mental breakdown that I'm, you know, having for the eighth time today. Yeah. That's so weird to me sometimes. I'm like, why would we not? We crave the peace. So why would we not do what it takes to get it? Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And ultimately you get that peace, not from just having time to lounge around your house, but from having time to spend in the Lord's presence and Mm -hmm. having time to pray and having time to be with those other Christians you want to be with. Yes. And, you know, peace doesn't just happen just because we want it to. It happens because we are devoted to Jesus. He's the only one that can actually give us peace Mm -hmm. in this world that is so crazy and that is so chaotic. We can't achieve that on our own, but we can enable ourselves Mm -hmm. to pursue that with Jesus 
in spending time with him Mm -hmm. and doing what he calls us to do. You know, that kind of reminds me that Jesus told us that he came to bring peace, but not as the world gives, Mm -hmm. right? So it's a totally different kind of peace. And then in the Sermon on the Mount, he tells us, blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called the children of God. Mm -hmm. And I just think that the word he uses there, peacemakers, is a very interesting one. Mm -hmm. And it's not peacekeepers. It's not any of that. It's peacemaker. And I think that a lot of us in our own lives, we're not the peacemaker. We are the Uh, chaos makers. Yeah. (laughs) And I just think that the Lord has called us to such a radical lifestyle that we can't comprehend that because we are so comfortable Mm -hmm. and we're not willing to make that kind of lifestyle change in order to be that peacemaker. Yeah. We have the ability. He's told us we can be the peacemakers. So he's obviously given us the ability to do that in our everyday lives, to actually cultivate that. But we have to be willing to. Mm -hmm. And it's not something that just happens like you just said, you have to cultivate that. Mm-hmm. You have to be that peacemaker. And yeah. only you can do that in your life because there are so many other people who are doing their best to keep you distracted and maybe not even intentionally, you know, mm-hmm. but there are different things. Well, I mean, the public school system, for one, is definitely doing it intentionally. Yeah. They don't want you with your kids. They don't want any of that. They don't want good conversation, meaningful conversation happening between parents and kids. Because that um, cannot happen in 30 minutes a day. No, it can't. Not even close. Even if you're having 30 minutes, that's not doing Mm much. Not saying that it can't make a little bit of an impact or influence. We're not saying that, but it's very difficult Mm -hmm. and that's a very short time when in reality the Lord has called you to be with your kids all day. But anyways, that's a side note and we will get to that in some Mm -hmm. other episode. But we're called to be the peacemakers Mm -hmm. and the peace that Jesus gives us is not as the world gives. They promise us peace. They promise us peace through these different things like, oh, well, we'll still give you 30 minutes a day. Like, are you serious? (laughs) That to me, that's just a total insult. Like Mm -hmm. I'm going to slap you in the face and tell you that I'm giving you peace. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that this is going to slap you in the face and tell you it won't hurt. This is not going to hurt, but I'm going to slap you and it's going to all be fine. And you know, you're going to, what? Like it's just such a, I don't even know, messed up mindset. It's a messed up mindset. We just need to be aware of this and we need to be the peacemakers in our own lives. Jesus has definitely given us that ability. Mm -hmm. So the verse. (laughs) Oh, yes. Sorry. I I totally just like went over that and didn't even think about it. First John 2.15. It's a really common verse, but it says, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him. Mm -hmm. (sighs) That hurt. (laughs) Because we all want to convince ourselves that we can love the things of the world and still love Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's just not going to work. And I don't know why we continue to think it's going to work. Right. It's so messed up. Mm -hmm. But I want to encourage you that you do not have to love the things of the world. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. And our world wants us to think that we have to love it. Like there's no other option. Mm -hmm. But literally any other option is more Mm. fulfilling than loving the world. Yep. And you have the ability to not love it. Mm -hmm. You have the ability to love Jesus instead. And I mean, when you just weigh those two, you Mm -hmm. compare those two options, I just don't even see how there is a decision that needs to be made. Mm -hmm. We just need to love Jesus and we want to love Jesus. All of us want to love Jesus, yet we just make it so that we literally don't have time to. Mm -hmm. 
Because if you love someone, you put effort into the relationship. But let's look at that. Let's look at the hookup culture stuff. We're making it so that it's you can be in a relationship, but you don't need to give time to it. You don't actually need to be in love to be in a relationship. You right. don't actually need to pour time and effort into this because mm-hmm. you don't have the time and effort to pour into mm-hmm. it. But you still want to be able to say that you're in a relationship, that you have a boyfriend, that you have a girlfriend, you know, whatever. So let's create hookup culture. You can move from one person to the next, to the next, to the next, and you never actually have to become attached to them. You have, never actually have to be committed to them. And that is exactly what we are doing mm-hmm. with Jesus right now in our world. And that is what they are trying to get us to do. That's why we have the treadmill. That's why they distract us mm-hmm. so that we never have the time and effort to give to him. Right. Because we're giving it to everything else, mm-hmm. literally everything else. So this week, make the radical decisions. Make the radical decision to spend more than 30 minutes with your kid this week. Mm-hmm. That's just appalling to me that anyone would be okay with that. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes with your kid. That is just insane to me. I should probably stop talking about that before I start (laughs) ranting more. Make the radical decision to not be pressured into actually going to college Mm -hmm. to get your degree and compromise your standards and set yourself up for financial failure. And, you know, like make radical decisions like that Yeah. because it's going to be worth it. It's going to be so much more worth it to spend time serving Jesus than spend time in your dorm room, Mm -hmm. to spend time serving Jesus than spend time going to the parties. It's going to be so worth it to hate the things of the world and to love Jesus. Mm -hmm. And you are the only one that can make that decision though. And I think we're all waiting for someone else to make that decision for us. Mm -hmm. And no one's coming. Mm -hmm. No one is coming to save you from your own horrible decisions. Yeah. So start making the right ones. Mm -hmm. Can I make a book recommendation? Yeah. I have not I'm read. I'm all good <laughs> with book recommendations. <laughs> I have not read this whole book, but I know that mom has. And plus, I mean, it's Watchman Nee. So oh, I can. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. But he has a book titled Love Not the World. Mm-hmm. And I've read multiple chapters in it. I've read most of the book, but I've not it's very made small. it through. It's very, very small, very short. But he packs so much into that book. And mm-hmm. it is phenomenal. Just talking about what it looks like to actually love Jesus and not the world, mm-hmm. right? To actually love him and make radical decisions to do that and to follow him, even when you're up against culture, the world, and everything else. So it's a really good book that I would encourage you to get. Yeah, mom has really loved reading that one mm-hmm. and the stuff that she has read us from that one, yeah, is yeah. definitely good. Mm-hmm. So you are the only one that can make the radical decision in your life. So yeah. go do it. Right. Go make the decision. Get off the treadmill because mm-hmm. you are going to feel so much better when you do. Mm-hmm. And you are going to live a life that is genuinely fulfilling if you do. Mm-hmm. So we hope that this episode was encouraging to you, that it maybe reminded you of some different things that you need to change in your life. I know that even as we sit here, and I say this almost every week, but even as we sit here and talk about these different things, I'm thinking of stuff in my own life that mm-hmm. even though I've already made some of the radical decisions, I can make more. Mm-hmm. And that is the beauty of Christianity is that mm-hmm. there's always progress to be made and there is always more peace that the Lord can give you and there's always more time that you can give to him. Mm-hmm. So... We're going to wrap this episode up in prayer, so please pray with us. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day, and I just thank you that we were able to sit down and just have this conversation and discuss some of the things that we've been thinking about for the past few days. I pray that you would just help each and every person listening to this to make the radical decision to pour all of their time and effort into serving you and loving you and being a radical Christian in a world of shallowness and in a world of darkness and destruction. I pray that you would just help us to make the radical decisions to pursue peace and to pursue beauty in our lives 
and to encourage others to do that as well. So we just thank you for this episode and I pray that you would just help all of us to keep some of these things in mind as we go about our everyday lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to subscribe here on the show and download any episodes that you may have missed Mm -hmm. recently. Um, We've had quite a few interesting conversations recently here on the show, so be sure to do that, and we will talk to you all next Monday. Bye, guys. (laughs) 